0: Welcome to Calvary Revival Church Podcast, where we exist to know God, live generously, discover purpose, and make a difference. Wherever you are listening from, our desire is for this practical teaching to make a difference in your personal life and in the lives of the people and community around you. And now, let's prepare ourselves for an uplifting experience.
1: Well, this morning, will be a little different this morning. I've got a group of folks that are going to come with me today, and we're going to talk about connect groups and what God is doing in our church as we live outside of these four walls. How many of y'all know the church stayed alive during the pandemic? Because God is bigger than just this, this church building. And so uh, I'm grateful to the Lord that we've got a couple of our connect uh, group leaders uh, fagan uh, stackhouse sabrina brown are with us this morning Would they, i want them to come and also want uh, sharday and uh, uh, uh and slater if they'll come as well we so appreciate them being with us and thank god for them uh being a part of our team and we're going to have a little chat with them uh i want to know by show of hands how many of you at some point in your life have ever been in some type of small group in a church okay good all right great even us, psych- like maybe growing up in a traditional church, you were in Sunday school. What you if you been in Sunday school? That's a small group. How many of you may be in your small church growing up, you worked on a uh, maintenance team or a cleanup team or a Sunday school team or you did something like that? Those are small groups. Uh, those are small groups as well. Anybody ever been in a Bible study at work? Good. All right. Anybody ever partied with your friends? That was a small group. I mean, it wasn't what we was looking for but it's still a small group so so what you learn through that is you learn the power in connecting with other people so when we look at situations like what we're facing today even in texas and one of the reasons why our team and it wasn't my idea but it was a brilliant idea that when our statement came out uh praying for the lives lost in this shooting in texas we named every single child and every adult because too often things like this happen and people are looked at like a group, but those are individual lives and families and people that were hurt. So we named every uh, name of the ones who had up at that time, uh, that time had been lost, we named every name because how many of y'all know people are important to God? People matter to God and so, one of the things we've always, always said about our church is we are, we are a big church. It feels like a small church. And the, one of the ways we make it feel like a small church is through connect groups and getting people into smaller settings. This is great to come to the big setting on Sunday, but if this is all you get, you'll never really become a real disciple and grow because Christianity has to be lived out in community. Uh, so we kind of come together in community, and by doing so, it helps us to grow and become uh, what the Lord has meant for, for us to be. And, and I'll, I'll start uh, this service uh, with, uh, with Fagan and Sabrina because they lead a couple of groups in the church, plus they've been at CRC forever. I mean, they're older than the chairs. Well, especially these, because we just got these. But I mean, they, they've been around here for a long time. So so, uh, Brother Stackhouse leads a group uh, that deals with bringing the Bible to life. And then, uh, then Sabrina leads a group uh, that deals with bringing awareness to child abuse. Now, one of the reasons I wanted them both here is because they represent the different sides of our connect groups. A lot of you in this service are new, so you don't even know what a connect group is. And it's a small group that meets usually on a weekly basis. Most are starting to be in person. Some are still by Zoom. And those groups meet together and they spend time together on any number of topics. There are groups that go bicycling. There are groups that uh, uh, exercise. There are groups that watch clean movies. Uh, there 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 are all kinds of different groups there are groups that bring attention to social issues uh, there are groups like that there are groups that are for uh for women there are groups for men there are groups for married couples are groups for singles they're all kinds of groups. but you get to pick whatever group you want to be in and you don't have to commit the rest of your life to it you can just go there for a few weeks and if you want to try something else we encourage you to try something else the next season but we're starting next sunday our newest season this year our theme is becoming like jesus anybody want to become more like jesus right good i'm assuming that if you didn't raise your hand that doesn't mean you don't want to become more like jesus uh but i that's been our theme and then the first season we talked about uh, loving like Jesus and then we went as we closed that out we talked about giving like Jesus and now we're starting to talk about living like Jesus and he lived his life outside of the four walls of the temple and he taught us so many amazing things as a result of that he shared his life with people who were lost he shared his life with people who were outcast he shared his life with people who were unaccepted in the temple and so with part of what we do with small groups, with connect groups, is that we make them open to members, non-members, folks who are members of other churches, and lost people. Anybody can come to that connect group that you want to bring with you. So it's a, but it's an opportunity to live out life. With other Christians, with other believers, and then even for unbelievers to see how we live a Christian life and what that looks like—that we're that uh, we're not weird and strange. Well, we may be, but not because we're Christians. Uh, uh, we're not weird and strange, but we're just normal, normal people. Um, so, as I was saying earlier, can you all talk a little bit about how? being in a group yourself has helped you to change or to grow and 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 you can start, we'll come this way. Okay,
2: well I would say one of the things that, and I've been here for a long time, like Bishop mentioned, put me on blast, but uh, I would say that one thing that personally benefited me is the community. I, I didn't grow up in church, I had some Sundays here and there, some vacation Bible study, but I didn't grow up in church. Uh, So I was an outsider when I came into Calvary uh, about 20 years ago. And certain folks, when I connected, Minister Cheryl Wolf comes to mind. Uh, Mother Lula comes to mind. Uh, Mother Williams comes to mind. They prayed. I didn't know anything about praying. I didn't know patterns or traditions of church. So I was really new to it. I was nervous to it, and I caught more than I was taught. As I was being taught, I caught it more so, and that really benefited me so much so that my daughter, she's a ten-year-old, beautiful, bright young young girl, uh, trying to grow up too fast on me. <laughs> and um, I started to. I, I would pick her up and t- I pick her up and take her to school every every day, Monday through Friday, for school. And on the way, I started to pray because I was built up by the mothers in the church and by uh, sisters like Minister Cheryl and brothers who knew the word, who knew how to pray, who knew how to seek God's face. And so I had the confidence to start praying on the way to school for, with my daughter for my daughter. And I would always ask her, uh, would you like to pray? No, Daddy. No, Daddy. And this would go on and on, but I had a persistence to it. Because I was lifted up and built up on the, the power of prayer. And then one day, I, I started off and I prayed and I said, baby girl, would you like to pray? She said, yes, daddy. And she blew that car out. That day. We had a <laughs> Holy Ghost experience right there. And now today, she's actually the chaplain of the National Honor Society in her branch. Wow. That's the power of prayer.
1: That's oh. so, so you came... As a, a person who didn't know anything about church, got in a, in a small group. It wasn't even formal then, but an informal group of believers. God did something in you, learned to pray, and now here we are years later, and now your daughter's a chaplain of National Honor Society. That's, that's amazing, but, uh, but it shows the power of what happens in groups. So, so one of the things that you've lifted up is that being in a small group can build you up spiritually so you become stronger spiritually. Sabrina, a, a, another perspective?
3: You know, when I came to the church, um, we had the connect groups, and what I learned, it wasn't called, they weren't called connect groups then, but what I learned is serving. You know, we would take meals to those who had deaf and those who were sick. And the Bible says, you know, in order to have a friend, we must show ourselves to be friendly. And CRC has shown itself to be friendly. I've grown up in this church, when I came, like Fagan, all I knew was that church was for the good folks. I didn't know anything about the Bible. So when I was in Sister Vicki Blacks in them class and everybody was talking about the Bible, I was like, I know nothing. So it helped me to mature. I learned by way of discipline of how to interact with women, you know, so that they're not offensive. So those were my experiences in the group, serving and learning how to conduct myself as a Christian, not in perfection, but out of respect. And as as, as we act out of respect for who we serve, people will notice a difference in us, and they'll be drawn to Christ as a result of that.
1: So when you came, you thought it was just for the good people, but you you proved that it wasn't just for the good people, because you was in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, so, so one of the things that you find, and that's one of the things I think this is really a healthy conversation for this service because many of you are new to Christ. So what you're hearing is about folk who are who are new, who were new then, but. Uh, they didn't know anything about the word. They didn't. They didn't know stuff. They're, I mean, they're leading groups and leading in ministry now, and uh, serving as ministers and all that now. But they didn't come that way. They came and grew as a result of connecting with other folks, not just being here on a Sunday, uh, on a Sunday morning. So I, I think that becomes powerful. But then it translates also into the lives of our children too. As 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 Fagan mentioned, his daughter has been changed by it. Uh, Sade serves as the director of student family ministry and uh, Slater is the assistant director. And one of the reasons I asked them to be a part of this is so that they could talk about how this not only affects the adults... But I think especially in this season where we are as a country, we need to be talking about how our children are impacted by the things that happen in God's house. Amen. And we need to pull them in. Charlie, whatever you want, if you all talk about that a little bit.
4: I think it's so important that we teach our children that Jesus is real, number one, um, that they can call on him and that they can look to him. And that they shouldn't be afraid to you know express the gospel right and so that to me is one of the most important things so I love that you know you would say to your daughter do you want to pray yes that's good it empowers her to have that conversation with God all too often I think so many times younger believers uh, run from the faith because they feel like God is someone that they can't come to right but he's not He's, he's right there he wants us he's so interested in who we are and what we have to give, and I think that's why I love the the opportunity that we have for the connect groups. Can I share that? Yes, ma'am. Please okay. do. Okay. So, we have three connect groups coming up for our students right now, and it's not just for students. It's for families. What I shared in First Services, I don't know about you guys, but when I grew up, we went outside, and we played, and our neighbor's mom knew us, and the neighbor down the street knew us, and I shared with Bishop that my family's from St. Thomas, so we had, like, a whole hill, and, like, the lady at the top of the hill knew us, and the bottom of the hill knew us, and if you didn't do the right thing. Oh, everybody knew. And everybody said, "Come am us to talk for a second. You know, so it's those moments of, it's community, right? Uh, this season coming up, we have three connect groups. One of them is called Playdate. And I'm really excited about this one, you all. Just to be honest with you, it's almost my favorite. Um, because this is going to be families going to parks together. And we're going to play <laughs> at parks, right? Like, this is my favorite one. They're all really great. Sorry. They're all great but <laughs> if I had to pick, uh, this one's going to meet on Saturday mornings. And so this can be grandparents, aunts, uncles, whomever. You're going to bring your children. We're going to have our parent advisory board. We're going to pray together. We're going to share a quick parent thought. And then the kids are going to play in a safe location together. The parents are going to be together. We've had a whole pandemic and children lost their social skills. Parents lost their communities. And this is the opportunity to, for families to say, I want to connect with you and I want you to be a part of that I think this would be great for our single mothers and our single fathers to kind of build with your community of people that's kind of how we do life together Slater has two more they're really great guys I swear
5: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah hey y'all y'all doing all right (laughs) so the other two because we uh of course, service our children all the way from infancy all the way up to the college age. So our other two are for our middle and high schoolers. One is called Pins and Prayers. Anybody like to bowl in here? I know I got a couple of bowlers. I see y'all over there. Ron's here. Yeah, we bowl and all that stuff. Pastor Barbie, we bowl, and uh, you know we get real competitive. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I love upstairs with the children. I mean, we get real competitive, y'all. I talk smack to them kids when we play an Uno. Draw four and draw 'em quick. And if anybody puts a draw two on a draw four, you're not of God. But (laughs) (laughs) but that's what we do. We love competition, we love community. So the first one is pins and prayers, but we just gonna go bowling and have a good time. The second one is ball is life. Life is an acronym for love, influence, faith, and evangelism. I want to show our young athletes especially that God did not just give you a gift to go shoot a basketball, to go just be an athlete. No, it's because that puts you in a sphere of influence that other people will never have. It's a great opportunity to share your faith, a great opportunity to evangelize through the gifts that God has given you. So that is a great way for us to do that. And uh, I better explain it for you. DJ, can you drop that? Slater Johnson here, the assistant director of student and family teams here at CRC. And boy, are Sade and I so excited. We have three new connect groups opening up season two that cater just to our students and our families. You guys, we got ball is life. We have pins and prayers. We have play dates. And these are all connect groups for our infants all the way up through high school. And we are going to be pumped for this. So I'm telling you now. Check out www.crcglobal.org. Go to the Connect Group section. Look in the directory. Sign up now for this wonderful season of Connect Groups.
1: Wow. Wow. That's real good. What, what was that life acronym you gave us in first service?
5: That's Love, Influence, Faith, and, and Evangelism.
1: Love, Influence, Faith, and Evangelism. Yeah. And you're teaching that to our students. Yeah, absolutely. And, wow. then we gonna uh, and then we're going to dunk on them and then you're going to dunk on them that's terrible <sir. laughs> uh, see this is what our, our, our students need this and one of the things that we want is for all of us to be involved and connected you know we've spent two or three years figuring out how to successfully distance ourselves from each other yeah. yep. right am I right yep. I mean hey you know, if you, well. you, we, give me my six feet please so and, and and we still have i mean we, this ain't over yet, I mean this pandemic is not gone yet, so we're we're still struggling with some of that, but we never wanted while we were being socially distanced, we never wanted to be spiritually distanced uh We, we want god to to bring us together, and it means that you and I you bring something that somebody else needs uh, last week, I was talking about Zacchaeus, who brought his time his talent, and his treasure uh, into play once he met Jesus. So he meets Jesus, and now he's given his time, he's given his, his talent, he's given his treasure, his time to climb the tree, his talent to hustle, uh, his... Uh, uh, his treasure, all the money he had stolen and what he'd made, he brings all of that back to, to the Lord. And so one of the things that I've thought about you all is that when you bring your time to God, it opens up eternity to you. You know, I mean, you know that time is limited, but eternity is unlimited. When you say, God, I'm going to give you my time. Then God says, all right, well, I'm going to give you even more time to give. He gives you tap into eternity. When you bring God your talent, the natural gift that you may have, then I believe the Holy Spirit then anoints you and gives you supernatural gifts, talents and abilities. And when you bring and I bring my limited treasure to him, then he opens up unlimited resources in our lives i don't know about you but i need some of that don't you i I need some of that unlimited that cattle on a thousand hills and so the lord promises that but there is a responsibility for us and i don't mean any harm when i say this but i believe it may in order for you to step into eternity to step into spiritual empowerment to step into divine resource it might take a little bit more than a sunday morning service because you have to begin to live out your Christianity in the community of faith. And, and then not only in the community of faith, because we've talked a lot about our joining together with other believers, but our connect groups also join us with, with unbelievers uh, as, as well. Are there opportunities in connect groups in general for folks to uh, connect with lost people? Either of you can answer that, or both of you
2: I would say uh, pre-pandemic I, we met the, by bringing the Bible to Life Connect group met at libraries and outside areas and we're getting back to that and we're kind of doing a hybrid I think coming up and what I wanted to share is that in those settings uh, the libraries I, I, we chose had big glass doors and windows so you know everybody's going to the library you know and there were opportunities there there were some of us uh, some of you out there who were just doing something else and you noticed us and you you came up to us and said, hey, what are you guys doing? Uh, There were uh, some opportunities for the homeless that were there where we had an opportunity to as we're walking outside or as we're going into the library to pray for those and to take care of the needs of some single mothers uh, so that's what being out in the community is about and connecting so th- these opportunities are there for you uh, for you yourself if you're struggling with loneliness uh, we have fellowship and we have uh, what do, what do the young folks call it? hanging out we hang out you know, and we do things outside. That's good,
1: Brother Bacon. that's yeah. good. Your daughter's okay. talking you I got that right. <laughs> Okay, okay.
2: And so, as a matter of fact, a uh, little, little plug for the uh, Bringing the Bible to Life group, we're having an event, you know, where we, we're just going to fellowship, have a food fellowship. We used to do that all the time, and it was joyful, and we'd invite other folks, like we were having it in the library, we would invite non-partners and, and people that don't have the same belief as us. Uh, one quick thing. of um, the world has no faith, 2%, no belief whatsoever, atheists is is what we call them. But in America, catch this, 26% of the folks that live in the United States of America are really fitting, fitting under the umbrella of atheism.
1: 26%?
2: 26%.
1: So we got some people to reach. Because we well, that phone. means uh, one out of every four every people four that phone. you run into has no faith. So That's this is not even them. about trying to get people from other churches. This is about reaching all those people out there right. who have no faith. And, and, our, so, and our connect groups then, uh, Sabrina, then the connect group then, if I come to your group, I don't have to be a Christian to come.
3: No, you don't. The earlier groups that I led for connect groups. We were doing outreach because I love outreach. So we too were in the libraries and we went to the Salvation Army and helped to feed. And we even served some of the saints in CRC. We went and cleaned up for them. And one saint, I won't call her name, but she was on us. She just made sure that we got every nook and cranny. But it was an <laughs> opportunity for us. She really did. She really did. We were ready to go about nine o'clock. She was still, I'm telling you, it was real. So at any rate... It gave us an opportunity to connect with the people that were in our house. You know, they didn't know us. So we just started talking with them and sharing the goodness of the Lord. But as far as where we are now, the groups that we have going on, I'll just name one or two. We have single women on the move. So if you're single and you want to go out and have, go to the movies, you want to play games, they do bowling. And it's hybrid. So some will be online and some will be in person. Now, I'm leading this season the child sexual abuse uh, season. It's not going to be too serious, but it is very serious. It's a serious subject, but it's an opportunity for us to talk about one in four girls are sexually abused. One in six to seven boys are sexually abused. So the goal is to eradicate the shame and break the silence and break the stigma because this is real and it's not every everyone's season to speak about. It, it happens to be my season to speak about it. So as we're released to share We're able to empower and help others because some people can't see Christ because of what happened to them. I've had people say that, well, you know, where was God? Well, we know God is ever present. And as a result of sharing the goodness of the Lord and how all things, all things are possible, our healing is possible as a result of everything that we've been through. Because I know that all things work to the good for yeah. those who are called and yeah. love the lord yeah. i know that yeah. because for me to talk about it yeah that's the witness
1: and 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 that's so powerful you all because imagine all the people who don't go to church who they never heard that even talked about at church but to be able to go to a group and i don't have to y'all not trying to make me get saved tonight you know you're not trying to make me get baptized yet you know but you're just kind of accepting me so what happens is for some of you all who might not be quite ready to share your faith you get a chance to bring lost people with you and somebody who knows the Lord a little better than you might get it you can introduce them and they can and say hey can you tell them more about what we believe because I'm just learning myself and and kind of grow that way because what happens is that these um these opportunities to connect help you and I to reach outside of these four walls and many of us have been Christians for a long time but I dare not ask you when's the last time you shared your faith with somebody I'm, I'm not talking people just got saved I mean people have been saved for, since Adam was a lad as they say you know that you've been saved for 25-30 years when's the last time you told somebody about the goodness of Jesus a lost person about that So, so it helps in that regard I think it also helps us to um, I was telling First Service that of has kind of grown up here in CRC and I've always noticed f- having friends. There's a strong cycle of loneliness in this country. And it is worse now after the pandemic than it has ever been before. People just feel generally lonely. And the only way to fix that, even once you become a Christian or start coming to church, is having friends. Uh, Shadi, a little bit of your personal testimony. How has having friends changed your life?
4: I was telling first service that I have some of the best friends. Um, here at this church. I was actually talking to someone today and I was telling her, you know, my friends are like my family. Like they're my brothers and my sisters and their parents are like my mothers and my fathers, right? And so if I need something, I can go to them. If they need something, they can come to me. But what happens is, is even during the pandemic when everyone was by themselves, we found ways to do uh, games over Zoom. (laughs) We had dinners together. We planned time to do movie nights. Us girls, we love playing in making. So we had a a makeup date over Zoom during the pandemic, but it taught us to stay connected. Oftentimes I think uh, the world pushes us to stay alone. It's easier for us to stay alone, but our friends pull us out of that. Our friends see our warning signs. Those people that you serve with, you get dirty with, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they work hard with you. You can pray together. I have a friend and I, we were talking about our prayer life and so we just simply said, you know what? What days do you want to pray together in the mornings? And she'll call me or I'll call her and we'll pray. We'll take turns praying in the morning together. I have a friend who's going through some hard times, and you know, we're lifting each other up. There's a scripture that talks about when there was a battle being fought and the prophet hands got tired. So people came alongside of him and they raised him up. And so that's what friends and community does for you. They 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 hold you up when you don't feel as if you're strong. They encourage you, they push you. My friends encourage me, in addition to Bishop mentioning it from the pulpit to finish my degree go to school girl what you waiting for you know my friends did that my friends encouraged me and we encourage each other go to therapy what you doing therapy and Jesus is good so friends are good get some friends who serve and love the Lord
1: yeah friends stick it out with you and uh, it's it's all that living in community with people and being in community and and what happens also in community is it pulls out of you the things that sometimes you don't even realize are inside you. You know, I remember years ago I was preaching somewhere and, um, and, and Slater, uh, being the, the famous guy that he is, he was singing, uh, he was doing the praise and worship and he was his, he had recently, his mother had passed away. We, we found out after talking that we lost, we were the same age when we lost our moms and that gave us an immediate connection. And, uh, and years ago before he was ever here we just started talking i think one of the first times we met was at that Starbucks across Crawl the street right right across, across the street and uh, we started talking slater slater's walked through some some pain and some challenges but he but part of what he understands from his journey is how being in community can pull out of you what you didn't even realize that you had you you wish you did but you weren't sure you did slater Talk a little bit about that journey.
5: Well, uh, as Bishop said, y'all, if anybody knows uh, Bishop, first of all, he's going to see all of you. And it's good to be under a leader that can see all of you. Um, I I think I texted him a few years ago and told him, it's one thing for someone to notice your personality, but there's a person behind the personality. And that was one of the things he did for me. But in this uh, relationship that we have, He's uh kicked me off the diving board a couple of times, y'all.
1: Push. Didn't kick. <laughs> <Pushed>. Gently.
5: <And laughs> I gently <laughs> fell in the water and I was blowing bubbles and trying to get back to the top. But I say that to say it's good to be in a community that challenges you. One thing I have always done, those of y'all who know, I sing. I do praise and worship. I'm an artist. And because of that, that's all I've ever done. How many of you will actually admit? That there are some other things inside of you, but you only do what you're good at. What ends up happening is when you only do what you're good at, you're not trying anymore because it's natural to you, right? It makes you feel like, hey, this is the one thing I'm safe in. If I get up here and sing, I'm good no matter what. Y'all like me, all kinds of stuff. But what happens when God wants more out of you? And he throws you in something where people say, "Uh uh-uh, he might not be that good at that. He might not be experienced at that yet. But that is the lesson and that is the reason and the purpose and the plan that God has put you on this planet. So God ministered to me this way one time and he simply said, I gave you a voice. I didn't give you a singing voice. I gave you gave gave you a voice. What ended up happening was I noticed the more I did praise and worship, the more I saw some people in worship, but I saw other people who who they weren't doing anything because they didn't know what to do. And so I found myself, I don't know about y'all, who believes this stuff when you sing it? I do. I don't know about you, but I believe it when, when when he says God is able to do just what he said he'd do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. And so I found myself conveying these messages to people who might not understand what that means. What does it mean to build my life? Upon the love of God, because it 's a firm foundation, and so I found myself kind of preaching involuntarily, <laughs> and from that, I told bishop man hey i don 't know what's, i 't know what i 'm here to do because there 's a part of me that knows I have a word there 's a part of me that is so comfortable, just singing and sitting in my seat, but there 's something more that God wants for me, and I started out on this platform singing. And today y'all, I'm watching God not only change people through me, I'm watching God change me through what he's doing.
1: It's, uh, it's amazing how when you get in community with people who s- start to see the greatness in you and the goodness in you, and they push you to that. That's part of the reason why the enemy wants to keep you separate and keep you out of wholesome relationships keep you in relationships where people always put you down and joking you and telling you about, you know, the part of you that's not, that's not good. He doesn't want to get you in community where people start to build you up, strengthen you, speak life into you and tell you about the greatness that they see in your life. That's part of what a connect group does. It's why I think all of us need to really strongly consider, uh, getting ourselves involved in groups so that out of that group there's a there's a life that you discover and you begin to see what it's like to be a Christian on a day-to-day basis you know for some of us all of our family may not be saved for many of us we don't have we didn't grow up you were you know we're, we're more like uh, Fagan and Sabrina than we are Slater and Chade, who they grew up in church. They didn't grow up in church, and so some of us are like that. We didn't grow up in church, so we don't we don't even know how to how to start, even how to start a conversation. Do I have to say praise the Lord every time I see you? You know, what, 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 you know, what, what do I do? And so we we don't know because we're we're new. I grew up in church too, so but I have a heart for folks who did not and. I really want to encourage you. We've got groups that are just for people who are just starting out in their faith. We've got a connect group that's just for you. If you don't know, you don't know Genesis from Revelations. Uh, or as the little boy said, you don't know Generations from Revolutions. But you, you, you don't know the difference between the two. But you can start in a group that everybody's cool with that. If you're a brother who needs some brothers around you. To speak life into you, to hold you accountable, keep you encouraged. We got we got brothers who meet together of all ages. If you're a sister and you're looking for a group, if you're a married couple and you're uh, looking for a group, if you're married and the, and and the other person doesn't want to come but you want to come, you can, you can still you can still come and learn and grow. Even now, our premarital class, which used to be a class, is now a connect group. So if, you, if, if, if y'all seeing each other and you think about marriage and think we might want to do this, then you can get in the premarital connect group uh, even before you officially set up anything. And some of y'all might want to preview what it's going to be like before you, before you get a ring. So, uh, so sometimes people preview the wrong stuff. You know, you previewing the stuff you ought to wait on, and you might <laughs> ought to preview conflict resolution and communication and some of that, and see if you, if you flow together and work together. I, we got connect groups for everything. And you know what we say? If you can't find a connect group you like, start one. Yeah, right. You can start a connect group. You get through the first, first uh, week or two of growth track, and we'll tell you how you can start a group and you find something that y'all like. Maybe you're already doing something. Maybe you already got a group that's riding bikes. Uh, maybe you already got a, a group that's working out. And you all you need to do is just put a little ESPN on it. What's ESPN? E, encourage. S, share scripture. P, prayer. And N, next, step. next steps. So you got encouragement. You got share scripture, prayer, and next steps. By next steps, we just mean if a person... Doesn't know what to do next. And a lot of times that happens in church. Okay, I'm a Christian now. What do I do next? Well, have you been baptized? No, I want to get baptized. Oh, great. Can get baptized. Next step. Oh, I've been baptized. What do I do next? Are you members? Are you a partner the CRC? You want to become one? Sure. What do I do? Next step. So, uh, oh, I'm in here, but I'm not on a dream team. Oh, let me show you the next step. So, you can. so in our church, you can always know what your next step is. Got it? And so if you don't take a step, it's not because you didn't know to step; it's just because you was not ready to step yet. Just act, look at your neighbor. And say, Are you stepping yet?
5: You stepping
1: yet? You need to get to stepping. And so, we, so we've got so we do that. And sometimes that's just the first five minutes of the group, yeah. first five or ten minutes. Uh, like Shade was saying with the uh, with the group that's gonna. What do y'all calling? Playdate group. You know they're not going to preach for for half an hour. They're going to have five minutes. They're going to do some encouragement uh, by sharing a, a parent thought. They're going to share a scripture. They're going to pray with you, and they're going to share a couple with your next steps could be if you want to go further in your spiritual life. And boom, we're playing. We are, matter of fact, the kids will already be playing while y'all talking. So please don't put them through that. Let them <laughs> do their thing. But we, we we make this. You say, man, y'all making it kind of light. That don't even sound serious. You know why? Because we got enough stuff going on in our lives that's way serious and a real struggle and a lot of drama, we're not trying to create connect groups that are that are drama. Uh, But we want you to come, enjoy, be blessed by the fellowship and by the time together. Because what we believe is that will be life-changing for you. Amen. Now, if this has helped you, we got a little more for you before we go. Uh, but 48074-CONNECT. Um, you, you can get in a group. You can go to the app, the church app. If you don't have the church, church app, wave at wait me if you got the church app. Now, come on, y'all ain't going gonna to have a hard time getting in heaven. Y'all ain't got the CRC app. Y'all need to get that app. Now, come on, y'all. It's free. It's free. And it, it, even, it, works, for, it works for iPhones. It even works for that other kind of phone they got. There's that, there's that, that, uh, that droid phone. The droid. So no, I'm just messing with y'all. So 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 for this Android, iOS, whatever it is, we got. Well, you get the app, or you don't even have to do anything deep. Just text the number four eight zero seven four. The word connect. And when you text the word connect, then we'll somehow send you a little little link on how you can get um, how you can get in a group. And uh, we look forward to what God's going to do through you. Now I've been trying to hold back this whole time I've been together because. I, you know, I love to aggravate Slater. And I say, man, you're famous. I saw you singing somewhere yet now. You can sing, can't you? That's what we say in Tennessee.
5: You can sing, can't
1: you? <laughs> so I just, you still got it? I, I might have a little something. Well, well, you know, do you like they're doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to attempt to. Can you do one? Do, do, be, to do something real quick boys. Was... I don't know. I was so caught off guard by this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I did it first service.
5: <laughs> Maestro, can I get a C-sharp, please?
1: Sounds, doesn't sound caught off guard. <laughs>
5: <laughs> a little bit more. Can I, can I get some more? I can't hear. Oh, there you go. Let's see what we can do here. Hallelujah. You
6: have won the victory. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, you have won it all for me. Y'all going to make me sing by myself. Death could not hold you down. Come on and sing it.
0: You are the risen King.
6: Do you believe it? Come on, say it. You seated in majesty, oh God, you are the risen King. If you believe it, one more time with a triumphant voice.
1: Not hold you down. Anybody, you're just glad that he got up from the grave for us? Amen. Death couldn't hold him down, and I want to tell you, death can't hold you either if you get a hold of him because he'll raise you up. So, if you've been suffering under the death sentence of sin and you can't get free and serve Jesus, I want you to know that his life can become your life and change your life forever if you've been in a place where you feel like uh, I feel insignificant I feel like I don't matter I feel disconnected I feel disjointed I want you to know that that death is not going to hold you down any longer but God's going to not only raise you up through prayer but I believe as you take practical steps to join in with other believers God's going to bring you out of that and give you a new level of significance and take away loneliness and put life in you so that same light that bubbles up inside you you'll be able to share it with other people there are many of us who've been bound by the death sentence of discouragement and depression uh, and loneliness but God wants to free you today and I wonder if while we're here gathered together could we lift our hands and just ask the Lord to set people free of those that are viewing us online we're trusting God to set you free in the name of Jesus we come against the spirit of loneliness we come against that disconnected sense we come against that feeling of insignificance we bind that in Jesus name that sense that nobody loves me that I don't matter to anyone that no one cares for me Lord we come against that now in Jesus name and we pray father that as we join together and connect together every week every month consistently connecting that lord you will give us a new sense of life inside us and a new joy and a new confidence for what you can do in us and father we pray that as we become more connected in the house that we'll be able to reach people outside of the house and help them to connect with you and discover life in christ jesus we're praying god that you will raise us up in this hour To become the church that you meant for us to be to become the people that you meant for us to be while we're worshiping if you've battled against loneliness I want you to start waving your hand if you've battled against feeling disconnected during this pandemic I want you to just start waving your hand in the air God's going to do something in your life if you felt like everybody's gone off and left me I want you to start waving your hand if you've question your own significance i want you to just lift that hand just for a minute father in jesus name you see the hands all over this place the hands of the lonely, the hands of the disconnected, the hands of the disjointed, the hands of those who feel abandoned and we pray for them now and we bind the works of the enemy and the voice of the devil in the name of Jesus. We even come against thoughts of suicide. We bind you in Jesus name and we thank you now for deliverance taking place in this house today. We thank you Lord for setting men and women free by the power that is in the name of Jesus. We thank you lord for an overwhelming sense of victory because you told us in your word that we have become more than conquerors through you and so today lord we claim our victory in the name of jesus we lay hold to it now and we give you glory and we give you praise for the victory can we shout for the victory this this afternoon can we praise god for victory come on somebody shout for victory It is ours in Jesus' name, and it is yours. And all I'm saying to you is this. It will take more than just clapping and shouting, but you have to take steps. So take the next step. If you're not saved, take the next step and give your heart to Jesus. Text us at 48074. Just text Jesus. Let us know you gave your heart to the Lord, and we'll reach out to you and help you. If you feel lonely and disconnected and you want to get connected, just text us. And just text connect. If you got a prayer need for you or a family member, just send us that. And we'll reach back out to you and, and pray for you. If you need a home, place to call home for church, we love you and we're happy to have you. We, we would gladly receive you. And so we want you to know that you don't have to be alone. You can be a part of a body. You can be a part of a team. You can be a part of a family. The Bible says he puts the solitary into families. And so if you felt all alone, this could not be your family. And you know how family is? Everybody's family got crazy folk in it. Come on, y'all. Everybody's family. Wave at me if you are the one, if you're the one in your family. See, I see some of y'all say, I'm the one. <laughs> so, so it, and it's okay. And we, and, and we embrace you with all your craziness because we got some too. All of us are in process. All of us are becoming. All of us are learning how to walk in victory. All of us are learning how to have victory over over every issue and sin and past issues and struggles and insecurities. We all got them. And we're all growing together. So we just say, listen, don't let the devil keep telling you you ain't good enough to go to church. Ain't nobody good enough to go to church. We're here because of the grace and the mercy of God. That's what makes us good enough. And so... You are welcome.
0: Thank you for joining us today. If you said that prayer and accepted Jesus into your heart, it's the best decision you could ever make. We want to celebrate with you, and we have some tools to help you on your journey. Just text JESUS to 48074. To find out more about Calvary Revival Church, text GUEST to 48074. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening. Now go out and make a difference.